Hello everyone, it's Mark here. John and I are taking a wee break for a couple of weeks. We'll be back very soon with season two of the podcast, which we are very excited about. But for now, just wanted to give you first listen to the pilot episode of a new podcast that I'm launching with a dear friend of mine, Tom. This is everything that we learned from The Simpsons. Give it a listen. If you like what you hear, it's going to be on its own feed. So look up everything we learned from The Simpsons, wherever you get your podcasts. Hopefully by the time this goes live, it's going to be there. If it isn't, feedback to us so we can make sure we get it in the places that you want it. This is the only episode that you are going to get on this feed. If you like it, give us a little review. That would be nice too. If not, just don't say anything. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks with new film facts. Until then, hope you enjoy this little treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Everything We Learned from The Simpsons. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mark. Hi everybody. Hi Mr. Tom. And I'm the other host and my name is Tom. Oh Mr. Tom as I'm going to call you. Hello Mr. Tom. (laughs) Which I think is a a nut bar. It's like a nut nut and candy bar that used to break your teeth. Or it was yeah. Used to get them from uh, B&M Bargains. (laughs) Them bargains. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Northern English shop chat. <laughs> this is the very first episode of the podcast that wants to deep dive into a particular episode of The Simpsons to get to the bottom of the references therein. We hope to have a few laughs going over the episode, but just as importantly, we want to try and learn one or two things around the detail of what's being spoken about. Tom, I assume you've got history with The Simpsons. What is it? I have, yeah. I've probably liked The Simpsons for probably over 25 years. I think it's always been a little exciting and offered a glimpse into another world. I think when I was younger, it was on. It was only on Sky, and we didn't have Sky, so that made it exciting. And then I think that everything that I've learned about social history, pop culture, politics in America... Well, not everything, but most of it has been from The Simpsons and I've not been to America. I put a lot of weight on what I've learned from The Simpsons. I think we both do, yeah. I learned a lot about monster trucks and Ameri- I like American things, yeah. which is probably more of a Partridge quote than it is well, a Simpsons quote. I'm sure there'll be lots of uh, Partridge-isms throughout. Uh, very little doubt. Uh, like you, Tom, I've been watching The Simpsons since I was little. Um, it's funny because I'm, I'm, a couple of years ago, I got to this point where I was the same age as, as Homer. I was 38. But when The Simpsons first started, I was the same age as Bart. So Bart would oh. now be 41, which is hella depressing for Bang Bang Bart, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been my reference it's always been something that i talk about 
people have got friends and and maybe even family guy to an extent but i've always hated friends i despise friends it's just not for me yeah i'm i'm with you on that but this this has it all certainly and i i think we might just cover a certain period on this podcast. I, I've got a feeling we're not going to go too much later than about series 15, I would have thought. Uh, even that late? <laughs> <laughs> the, the glamour seasons are yeah. kind of 1 to, to 11, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, one of the last great episodes, and a lot of people don't agree, uh, please at us, um, but one of the, the, the last great episodes for me is Viva Ned Flanders, which... I think it's got a lot going on. I did enjoy that, yes. Yeah, it's a a great episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to break down the episode that we're talking about uh, from the start, walk through what's happening, and pick up on any little sections that we find. Uh, Episode today, Tom, do you want to tell us what it is? Yes, it is 1993, season four, Last Exit to Springfield. I didn't know this is what this one was called. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the name of this one. And when you suggested it, I thought, okay, that'll be interesting. I wonder what that one is. And I, it's... Yeah. I, I must say I had to look it up. I didn't know. So I was I was wondering if you knew where what the title was about, because it doesn't relate to anything in the episode as far as I could see. So did you? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. So oh. the, the title comes from, a book, Last Exit to Brooklyn. It's a series of short stories about lower-class Brooklyn natives. Brooklyn was published, funnily enough, in the UK in 1966. Not in 66 and all that. Uh, and, and was subject to a ban under Section 3 of the Obscene Publications Act. Well, didn't <laughs> but was only Yeah, was only banned in Soho. <laughs> It's the only area they can ban it close enough to the court. <laughs> so too, it just continued to be sold around the rest of the country. Too busy, too busy winning the World Cup to know. <laughs> indeed, indeed we were. I, I do believe Bobby Charlton's a big fan of that particular book and Comovers. Yes. <laughs> uh, we open with McBain. I love McBain. I don't know about you, Tom. Yes, and when I uh, watched this, I forgot that this was in the episode. So it was just, it was just, yes. <laughs> it's great to have. They all add up, you know. I saw a thing recently that said if you, you put them all together, they all make a, 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 a movie, a semi-coherent kind of clips of the mm. movie. This is Renier Wolfcastle. He's obviously Arnold, isn't he? Quite obviously. McBain was a 1991 film starring Christopher Walken and Michael Ironside, and it has no relation to this character. But in spite of that, Fox, who also are in charge of this, demanded that they stop using the name after release. They didn't. They just kept using it because this is two years later. Ah, yeah, we'll just keep doing it. This is Mendoza. (laughs) Uh, And he says, my friends, tonight we unveil my most diabolical creation, Swank, 10 times more addictive than marijuana. Uh, And I guess that's the joke, isn't it? Marijuana isn't addictive. Well, apparently it's just just under less than 10% of uh, users of marijuana uh, have have an addiction to it. All right. Yeah, I think if you wanted to go for like the proper addictive drugs, uh, you'd be looking at like cocaine and heroin, wouldn't you? Yeah, and swank, obviously. And swank, yeah. 
but yeah, if around about ten percent of users of marijuana are addicted, if it's ten times more addictive, it'd be hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. <laughs> that's maybe, great. Maybe that, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's some work. <laughs> should have said. It should have said crack. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. To human misery. <laughs> To see you. There's a kind of a, an ice sculpture. <laughs> and my bane bursts out of it. Ice to see you. Uh, which is, they keep referencing this all over the internet. And I've seen it loads of times. As a line from Batman and Robin with Arnold in it as Mr. Freeze. He doesn't say it. He never says it. It's this conflating with that episode. Does he say anything similar? Uh, yeah, he says, uh, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Cool yeah. off uh, is another one. It, it's it's bad. It's it's a bad movie. I haven't seen for a long time. May make the, well, yeah. uh, the, the sister that, podcast. Doesn't that film? Wouldn't that have come out after this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's where people are kind of c- conflating yeah. that yeah. from. <laughs> it's Bart and Homer watching this. And Homer says, "Look, don't worry. There's no one that evil in real life." <laughs> And then we kind of smash cut to Mr. Burns laughing in his office. Indeed. Um, yeah, there's a window cleaner hanging from some broken <laughs> <Yeah>. ropes, <laughs> which is great. Uh, where's that union representative? He's 20 minutes late. <laughs> I don't know, sir. He hasn't been seen since he promised to clean up the union. <laughs> and it is uh, under some... Uh... Pitching the NFL. Uh, yeah, well, do you know what that's a re- reference to? Go on. Jimmy Hoffa, <laughs> the Labour Union leader who you'll have heard of. Uh, he served as president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, uh, surly Teamsters, uh, disappeared in 1975 and his body was never found. He's believed to have been murdered by the mafia and allegedly they buried him at New Jersey Giants Stadium, wow. which is what that's a reference to, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> he was declared dead in 82. Uh, he's played by, he's in, he's in The Irishman, which I know is a film you've not seen, uh, played by Al Pacino. Yeah, I don't have... I don't have enough time in my diary to watch that. <laughs> it is about three and a half hours long. Could get about 10 Simpsons episodes in that time. <laughs> and the rest. That I've seen like 20 times before, but you know. Yeah, yeah. well, absolutely. Yeah, They've got plenty of references. Mr. Burns is thinking about, it didn't always used to be like this. And I did, I did very much enjoy The Boy's Prophecy. Right. Of um, one day the workers will rise up and they'll form a union. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, I protect our rights, but we'll go too far. <laughs> <laughs> and the Japanese will eat us alive. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does um, what does Mister Burns call the Japanese? Well, those sandal wearing goldfish tenders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I think's really racist. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, I, I I stand by this a lot. I think The Simpsons has aged really, really well. Or certainly this age of The Simpsons aged really well. Whereas something like Friends hasn't, it's got that whole gay panic thing going on, and I hate yeah. that. It makes me, just makes me mad. I, th- I think the joke in The Simpsons is Mr. Burns would be that kind of level of, of racist, mm. like like an old man. Like, oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. No, an, another Northern English uh, reference here. 
Mr. Burns could be the joke is that Mr. Burns could be racist like an old man, like a like a Dave Whelan type character. <laughs> like a Dave Whelan. Do, do you want to tell the listeners at home who that is? So Dave Whelan was a football club owner of he owned Wigan Athletic. He made his money selling sportswear at a shop called JJB Sports, but he once played football and he uh, broke his <laughs> he broke his leg. <laughs> How do you know he broke his leg, Tom? I think it was just um, every given opportunity to, to mention it. It was That's mentioned, right. That's and then right. he uh, he made some very derogatory remarks about I think some Chinese investors or something like that. Right, yeah. old man from the north of England <laughs> yeah. is in being racist. Shocker, yeah. <laughs> The guy that's being dragged along is like the squeaky voice teen. I can't help yeah. thinking it's the squeaky voice teen's great-grandfather or something. Oh, yeah, it could and be. He's talking about the labour unions rising up. In 1935, the National Labour Relations Act was passed in America. So this is prior to that. And this got me thinking, how old is Mr Burns? Well, that, that clip was, that his flashback, I think, was 1909. Yeah. Oh, was that when it was? I missed that. Well yeah. spotted. So Burns was perhaps five or six there? Possibly. I mean, yeah. I, I thought, was he 104? But... <laughs> it's difficult to know, isn't it? It's I think his age to... varies, doesn't it? Um... Yeah. If, if only we'd listened to that boy instead of walling him up in the abandoned coke oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're over to the painless dentistry, uh, formerly painful dentistry, uh, and Ralph's being... Really, pretty much interrogated, isn't he, by the uh, by the dentist? How often do you brush? Uh, three times a day, sir. <laughs> and one of those favourite lines of mine that I use a lot: um, "Why must you turn my office into a house of lies?" Yeah, that's that's me every time I go to the dentist, and I get asked about flossing. Yeah, it's like yeah, probably do it like quarterly. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm I'm guilty of that to, to to the extent that I thought flossing was something that stupid kids did in supermarkets. After playing Fortnite, oh, that, so, like, like the dance craze. Thing. That's right. That's a yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. a reference that almost passed you by there, Tom. <laughs> it is, yeah, I mean, it's it's not from the nineties. <laughs> no, it's so not. It's a bit after my time. So Bart's telling these kids in the waiting room that the dentist likes to pull kids' teeth so that he can sell them. And he says, "You know that rattle when you shake up a can of spray paint? That's a kid's tooth. That thing called a, a pee, very much like in a whistle." It's made of glass, plastic, or metal, and the reason for it is to mix the paint for an even flow. When you spray, I, w- I would have guessed a ball bearing. Yeah, um, for that because I, I was going to look. I was going to. I was going to. I was going to look into that. Another, <laughs> I just thought be a ball. Bearing. No, what what kind of pedant's going to look that up? Yeah, well, cheers, mate. Thanks. Well, <laughs> I I was uh, when Ralph is in the dentist and he's been shown the uh, the book. Of British smiles. Oh yeah, I've missed the big book of British smiles. So yeah, the big joke is that uh, British teeth are, t- are terrible and very bad. But uh, I did find that, according to a study in the British Medical Journal, that uh, British teeth are actually better than American teeth. We have less missing teeth per person than Americans on average. I think richer people in America probably have better teeth than rich people in the UK, but poorer people in the UK have better teeth because we have something called uh, universal healthcare and the National Health Service. And you don't have that in America. You need to get your dental plan organised through work. <laughs> you do need a dental plan. <laughs> you do. I couldn't, um, I couldn't agree more. The NHS, 
anybody that listens to our sister podcast, uh, Hundred Things We Learn From Film, will know that it's something that I bang on about all the time. And um, yeah, really, really sorry that uh, uh, overseas listeners don't have that. But you should have because it's the best thing for you. Uh, as it stands, I've got terrible teeth, Tom. So I, Yeah, mine, um, mine are nothing to write home about. <laughs> Well, mine are plenty to write home about, as long as you're writing home about yeah. bad teeth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, do you know what a country has, uh, apparently has the best dentistry in the world? Sweden. Oh, close. Denmark. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, a good uh, Scandinavian country, oh, which fantastic. looks after people properly. Yeah. Um, oh, those bacon-tending <laughs> jumper wearers. I don't really know. Peter Schmeichel, Wakefield. <laughs> <Yeah>. Constantly <laughs> getting lobbed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Lisa Lisa has to go in. Uh, I'm afraid little Lisa's going to need braces. She's oh, I'll be socially unpopular. More so. <laughs> And he shows her this computer, <laughs> this computer-generated thing is something that I always have in my mind. Uh, <laughs> just the way one of the two, one of the teeth goes up through her face. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, really bad. My my teeth probably are like Lisa age ten, I think, when they just started to go a bit <laughs> all over the shop. Mine too. Uh, Bart says, oh, she'll be a freak. <laughs> we drive her around the south and charge two bits. Uh, Homer's watching TV. <laughs> I loved this because he's watching uh, the Texas death match. <laughs> yeah. uh, one man will actually be unmasked and killed in the ring. Dr. Hillbilly versus the Iron Yuppie. <laughs> and Homer being such a working class man. I hate that Iron Yuppie. I hope they kill him. He thinks he's so big. <laughs> The, the line now, uh, Lisa needs braces. Uh, Homer, Lisa needs braces. Uh, we got a dental plan in the strike of 88. It's where I got this scar. He's <laughs> going, <laughs> where's my burrito? 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 Oh! Banging on the thing and the roof falls on him. The where's my burrito thing. I'm certain that growing up in... I was living in Bradford at the time. This has to be my first instance of knowing what a burrito is. It has to be. Yeah, I don't think I'd had a... I think it had been in this century when I uh, first had a burrito or saw one. Yeah. We didn't really have them in the 90s. Over here. No. Not really a UK thing, I guess. No. Or certainly not not in the north. Okay. Can't move. Well, I used to enjoy going out for a burrito back, back before the uh, lockdown. Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. And the full choice. Yeah, do you know where Homer got his other scar? Oh, he was crawling under, crawling under a pay toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and that many uh, railway stations across the country, I've uh, I've not crawled over, but kind of pulled back the turnstile and uh, slid my leg over, nice. so to speak. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's um, it invokes an idea of like a concept of just uh, how dirty is the floor going to be? Yeah, of, of that, you know. So but yeah, I'm not giving him fucking thirty p. <laughs> no, no, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to spend a penny, as my yeah. grand would have said. So they're now at a union meeting, <laughs> and Carl says, "Welcome, brothers of local six four three. As you know, our president." Ch- Chucky Fitzhugh ain't been seen lately. We're all praying he'll turn up soon alive and well. And then they all laugh. <laughs> did, 
did you clock the name of the union? I don't think I did. Go for it. It was the the Brotherhood of Jazz Dancers, Pastry Chefs and Nuclear Technicians. <laughs> They're <laughs> always a couple of weird things, aren't they? Yes. I was thinking of, of GMB. Well, I know that like GMB. Um, don't think of uh, Piers Morgan or um, <laughs> well, Ben Shepherd or whatever. Whoever, whoever does that shite. Um, what is it? The general... Um, Something and boilermakers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is it machinists and boilermakers? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, machinists and boilermakers. What I did spot was uh, when he said local six four three. So I did a bit of googling. Uh, It's a transport union registered to Keokuk in Iowa. Right. Well, (laughs) I know. Yeah, the the things you can Google. He says, "Look, it's the same deal." All we do is we get a free keg of beer uh, for our meetings. In exchange for that, we've got to give up our dental plan. <laughs> dental what does plan. Lenny say? So long, dental plan. So long, dental plan. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. 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 Bullseye! <laughs> Thanks a lot, Carl. Now I've lost my train of thought. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. If we give up our dental plan, I'll have to pay for Lisa's braces been memed to death hasn't it you know i mean i think i must send you simpsons memes daily but this has been absolutely memed to to the nth degree i think that's something i've heard people shouting at leeds festival before (laughs) there's no doubt about it there's no doubt a very long time ago when i used to go there but before it got crap yeah (laughs) before i got old (laughs) yeah so homer does assume the role to become the uh the top union man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he says, "Look, you know, you can't get, you can't give it up uh, without the dental plan, Lenny. You wouldn't have that diamond in your tooth." <laughs> Some guy just goes yoink as he yeah. smiles, and I don't think that's how it works. And then there's old uh, Gummy Joe. Gummy now, Gummy Joe. He says, "Oh, you, what, where would you be? Well, I wouldn't have old Chopper here, that's for sure." Gummy Joe was based on Walter Brennan. He was an old Hollywood uh, actor, and he lost his teeth in an accident, uh, and he could play gummy old prospectors and cowhands, <laughs> or he could play with his false teeth in. What a, what, what, a, what a range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a range indeed, yeah. He won, he won Academy Awards. He won Academy Awards back in the day. So, uh, yeah, so the pay for Homer. Yeah. It's an un- unpaid roll. Oh, un- boom. Un- unless you're crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> I was doing I was doing a bit of reading about um Amazon in, in Alabama where that where their workers tried to get unionized. And, right. And, and Amazon basically put all their power behind this to stop their workers getting unionized. Oh. Um so don't buy things off Amazon. But mm. um there's a massive sector in America of union avoidance consultants, consultants that companies hire to kind of get these messages to the staff that are unions are bad and they're crooked and they're corrupt. That's somebody's job. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. I did watch 
we recently worked through Superstore, which is on Netflix, which is is all right. It's got the, the actress out of Ugly Betty, and it's okay. It, it doesn't take a lot of thinking, uh, but there was a lot of kind of union stuff in that. Uh, a lot of kind of modern day union stuff in that, and basically, yeah, everyone going, "Oh, you don't want a union, you know, or no fa- maternity pay or anything like mm. that." Think, wow, I found that from the watching the the Office, the American Office. All right, uh, I'm only on season three, so yeah, I'm only about fifteen years behind. So <laughs> don't, don't tell me what happens, but yeah, part part of that is the the, uh, the 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 workers in the warehouse trying to become unionized, and it's uh, it's seen as a very bad thing for the company wow. for everyone and yeah. you think that the workers rights that they have in america are uh, pretty shit they're pretty poor yeah that's what we have here which uh better. for now <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For, for now now there's now there's no now there's no eu meddling that's yeah. all going to change i'm pretty it, sure of that. <laughs> absolutely so the simpsons are, are, are at the table and he announces he's the head of the union and lisa says you can get a proper deal for the working man. And Homer says, and make lifelong connections in the world of organised crime. Mmm, organised crime. <laughs> it's some random Italian yeah. street scene uh, where the guy makes him a donut. And <laughs> the, the woman, and I had to write this down because I was like, what? What have I missed? As Don Homer, my son, he has a trouble with the... And he's like, uh, uh, uh. What? What does he have trouble with? You've got to tell us. What does he have trouble Mont with? Bueno. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Mont de> bueno. <laughs> That's actually a reference to Don Fanucci in Godfather 2. Have you seen The Godfather Part 2? I've only seen the first one. Yeah, it's uh-huh. uh, it's a great movie that I haven't seen for about 20 years. I'm going to fix the, that. Yeah, I saw the first one about 20 years ago. Yeah, so maybe I'll sit down. Maybe I'll even watch the third one as well. Oof. Maybe it maybe it is really good and everyone else is <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, perhaps. Uh, listeners, tell us if we should. <laughs> I've never seen the third one either. So yeah, that's that's a nice donut. <laughs> so Marge says, you know, you're gonna get us the dental plan. <laughs> it depends who's the better negotiator. <laughs> but <laughs> trades him his uh, a doorstop for his Danish. <laughs> Lisa and Marge are back at um, back at the doctors. These ones are invisible, painless, and release a delightful burst of Calvin Klein's obsession for teeth. <laughs> uh, she says, "We don't have a dental plan, so we we'll need something a little bit more affordable." <laughs> he pulls out this huge, <laughs> like this. It looks like a trap out of one of the Saw films. Yeah, uh, puts it puts it kind of kind of shows her. Uh, he says, "But don't get it wet. It predates stainless steel." <laughs> Yeah, so it must be very old. Well, I didn't quite find it, but stainless steel was uh, it's not invented throughout the 19th century in various mm-hmm. stages. And, and I don't quite know where it was invented, so we'll just say Sheffield. Yeah, I, knew you, I knew there'd be a Yorkshire yeah. reference. I knew you'd promote Yorkshire in some Ooh. way or another. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the Yorkshire and that's fine, then. yeah. That's <laughs> but the next scene is, is Homer doing his mm-hmm. exercises <laughs> at his desk. Yeah. But he's... Uh, He's actually got a sugar daddy. He has got a sugar daddy stuck to his back. Do you know uh, what a sugar daddy is? I do. I learned about sugar daddies uh, a while ago um, when John and I did an episode for the movie podcast on Hudson Hawk. And I set him a task of, are these 
candies real oh, or right. and one was a sugar mama and a sugar mama is a smaller sugar daddy uh, but now all I'm thinking is a sugar daddy a sugar daddy oh which is that fantastic piece of music from the 90s that I can't remember who it was no, that's not ringing any bells with me. no I will I'll, I'll, I'll find that and send it to you but yeah it's a large lollipop smaller ones are sugar mamas he goes in to talk with Mr. <laughs> Mr. Burns and he says, you know, why is Mr. Burns being so nice to me? Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Is he coming on to me? If I just slip something into your pocket, what's the harm? <laughs> and he's going to that bedfellows. And th- this is a great line. Sorry, Mr. Burns, but I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Sure, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious, <laughs> but the answer is no. <laughs> I, li- I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. Back to the dentists, uh, and he starts showing Lisa the tools. It's the scraper and the poker and the gouger. Gouger. (laughs) They're going to chisel your teeth out your jawbone. I was always scared of the dentist. Why let my teeth get not? They're not really bad, listeners. They're just they're just not great. Which is why I I didn't go to the dentist for about fifteen years, and that hasn't helped. Yeah, I had about seven years, but but I also had um, when, when I was about thirteen. Um, the dentist said you could have braces if you want to straighten your teeth a bit. And at that age, I just thought it's been having braces two years. Don't want that, so I never had them. And the teeth now are particularly straight. <laughs> so right, well, I I, I, I I can beat that slightly. I did have braces, and I was at college studying film and a lot of people because of my way with accents my gregarious way a lot of people got me to act in their things but it, it gave me a bit of a lisp when i wore them so i took them out and didn't put them back in did they I, I, release calvin klein's obsession for teeth uh they didn't disappointingly they they released uh guinness which was which is good which is all good you know as a student well, that's guinness that's, is good for you. that's what you want guinness and and uh, newcastle brown ale which i was quite happy with. He puts her under with gas <laughs> and she's kind of floating through the air, passing over these landscapes. And then there's like a purple submarine <laughs> comes along. <laughs> Look, fellas, it's Lisa in the sky. No diamonds, though. <laughs> look look out for the campy drawing of Queen Victoria. <laughs> he crashes into her. Help us. Help us, please. Help us. Help us. This is good. Of course, it's a reference to Yellow Submarine, it's a 1968 film. Uh, they made it purple in this so as not to get sued. Uh, the Lisa in the sky, no diamonds, is you know Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I'm not a big Beatles fan. Tom, I don't know about you. I can um, take or leave them. Again, another Alan Partridge reference. I think my Beatles uh, knowledge kind of like the best of the Beatles. <laughs> I like all the hits, yeah. but like I couldn't name you the best album. Uh, we'll just no. say uh, Revolver. Okay, why not? I don't know what's Rub- on it. Rubber Soul. I don't know. Yeah, uh, album. Yeah. So, just yeah, name I, albums here. But <laughs> come I back think, on the Beatles and like keep on playing. <laughs> I've got. I do have some. Fav- I do have some favorite Beatles songs, and okay. I quite. I quite like them, but yeah, never ever massive into them. No, Again. no, never really did it for me. Uh, I always thought they were a bit posery. I was always more into the Cure and the Smiths, which are not very posery at all, right? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, apparently, go on. That was the first time the Beatles appeared together in The Simpsons. Oh, right. Okay. It's not yeah. really them, though, is it? 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> some, some terrible actor. Um, in fact, I was watching it on Disney Plus with subtitles, and as they're crashing, it says, brackets, Cockney accent. Okay. <laughs> like, try and do want- it. Well, I think, I think the accent is kind of like, an American trying to do a generic, a g- generic, a generic follow. British sixties accent. I think it does have like the Beatles. Uh, I'll try. I, I can't do an impression. I'll try to do a Paul McCartney. <laughs> Paul McCartney. I can't great. do it either. Oh, it's it's great. Meet three meet three Mondays. A fab. No, I can't do it. <laughs> It's very good. You don't give yourself enough credit. It's a good, it's a good start. But yeah, it is a good start, yeah. Um, oh, what? Fucking hell, it's better in the sky. <laughs> God blimey, Marie Poppins. <laughs> she comes to and she says, pass me the mirror. And he looks horrified. She grabs the mirror. You don't see her face, but she laughs and then smashes it. Um, that's a reference to the scene of, of the Joker first seeing his face after he gets uh, burnt by the acid. Uh, in Batman 1989, I I didn't know that, but I knew I knew it was a film reference because yeah. it was just like that. That's not just something that's been made up. Yeah, you'll also know it from the episode uh, "Homie the Clown" when Krusty does it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said, he said, uh, he said, I also gave you some boobs. <laughs> he yeah. said, Do you hear me complaining about the rack? Which <laughs> is great. <laughs> there's there's a knock at the door. This is this is one of the best best lines of the Simpsons. Full stop. And I will say this every, every episode, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, friend, my friend and, and 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 your acquaintance Ian, um, who we did a lot of Zoom quizzes with last year. Uh, this is one of Ian's favourite references. Who is it? Goons. Who hired goons? Hired goons. <laughs> the intonation of hired goons. He opens the door and they just knock him out. I, uh, just, did you spot their names, by the way? I didn't know. <laughs> Crusher and Low Blow, <laughs> which are great names. A real good hired goons names. You could have I, just called me. Oh, it's so impersonal. For the hands-on touch, you only get with hired goons. Yeah. Hired goons. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Easily the the funniest bit for me. I, uh, I found on, on Spotify there's a band called Hired Goons. Right. There's, uh, 21 monthly listens. It's not very popular. No. And their top song is Stupid Sexy Flanders. And that, that's with an exclamation mark after each word. Right. And uh, did, did you did you listen? Are did, they uh, Simpsons kind of related? A- it was kind of a yeah. All all the songs have got Simpsons themes. I just listened to the top one, and it was kind of a <laughs> kind of described genres very well. It was kind of a not quite not quite punk. It was kind of a rock punk, quite quite heavy like poppy rock type. Okay, stuff. okay. Um, I, yeah. yeah, let's 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 hit them up when the episode goes live <laughs> and see if they want to uh, want to tell us about that. Mr. Burns has got the largest TV in the he free has. world. <laughs> yeah, he has. And all he's watching is the Bumblebee guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is disappointing, I guess. With a skunk. 
Also, <lacht> yeah! Un gato morodo! <lacht> Which I assume is skunk or smelly, smelly creature. Uh, my, my Spanish isn't so good. He's also got a, a, a massive room with a thousand monkeys working at a thousand typewriters. Yes. And that is the, the, inf- the infinite monkey theorem. Right. Where if you gave, if, if you had a room full of monkeys like that, it's a scientific possibility that they could um, type the uh, works of Shakespeare. <laughs> so if they, if you have an infinite number of monkeys and you give them an infinite amount of time. Yes. it's Apparently, it's one in the chance of uh, monkeys writing Hamlet like that is uh, 1 in 3.4 times 10 to the power of 183,946. And I think it's just used as an example of something that's not impossible, but it just is impossible, that, really. That's blown me That has blown me away. That is a fantastic thing to pick up. Well done, the- you. Because in theory, uh, monkeys like that could. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they've, they've got... They've got- Hands. The means to do it, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they're not gonna. Um, it was a good start <laughs> from um, from Mr. Burns's monkeys, and uh, what is it? It was the best of times. It, it was, was the, the worst of, of times. Yeah, uh, that's actually the opening line to a tale of two cities. By uh, Mr. Not the Charles, not the blurst of times. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Charles Dickens. By Charles Dickens. Yeah. Have you read any Dickens, Tom? Uh, no. no. No, I've read Christmas Carol. Probably uh, Oliver Twist. No, I've not. I've read Bleak. I started reading Bleak House once, Great Expectations, but they're, they're just a bit dry. I'm sure they weren't at the time. Yeah, my mum and dad had like this, these like leather-bound Charles Dickens books that they bought. Right. They must have bought off like an, an advert in a magazine in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, one, it's one shot. Oh. My mum lent a Christmas Carol to her sister and didn't get it back. So. God. Apparently. What a rotter. Yeah. They're starting to discuss, and Homer needs to go to the bathroom. Why do they have all that beer, coffee, and watermelon? There's like a pipe dripping, and Smithers is slowly pouring this cup of coffee. <laughs> and they're not really terminologies that we, we use in the UK. Uh, you know, he says, I want to take the pressure off. It doesn't take a whiz to know you're looking out for number one. And number one and number two aren't really terms we use. Uh, listen to me, and you'll make a big splash very soon. <laughs> Uh, bathroom is the twenty third door on the left. <laughs> he runs off. Did he find it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you you don't know where he's been, but it probably wasn't the bathroom. Burns <laughs> takes him back, doesn't he, in his helicopter? But Marge gets a hair chopped off. Yes, it could have been a lot more of a disaster. <laughs> he said, "You won this round, Simpson, but I'll grind you into the earth like a bug." <laughs> And as he takes off, he falls out. Yeah, I don't think it's survival. <laughs> well, no, but he he, he says, um, "Can you can you rub my leg till the feeling comes back?" And, and then as they kind of carrying him away, dangling from the helicopter, not dissimilar to that scene where Homer falls into the gorge. Yeah, yeah. He's screaming again, "A bug! I tell you," which is great. Homer says he's going to resign. It's not for me. Um, Marsh says, oh, but they love you. He's, yeah, they're always pinching my belly to hear my girlish laugh and patting my bald head for luck. It doesn't seem like they like you at all. What does he What does he resolve to do? 
I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to punch, first thing in the morning, I'm going to punch Lenny oh, yeah. in the back of the head. <laughs> Lenny's awesome. just drinking his coffee. <laughs> he just belts him. And that's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Lisa story here, and, and with The Simpsons, to my mind, there's always a really good story. There's always one that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's poor. And sometimes there's a third kind of storyline inter, mm. interwoven. But there's only two in this one. Uh, Lisa's getting a picture taken with the big with the big headset on. Uh, why don't you just smile? I bet you've got a beautiful smile. She smiles and the guy says, there is no God. <laughs> she just, poor Lisa. I, I also enjoyed um, Skinner asking the, the boy to uncross his eyes. I can't remember the boy's name. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he says, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's boss-eyed. Poor kid. And then there's the uh, Mr. Burns recruiting the strike breakers from the 30s. he is yeah because they've all gone on they've all gone on strike but there's there's a guy when they're agreeing to go on strike who's you know uh, all for i all opposed nay mm. <laughs> who keeps saying that and there's this little tiny guy with the mustache and the hat it was him <laughs> i love him <laughs> and the big guy gets bad <laughs> it's yeah. genius it's a genius but yes, they're, they're, they're singing a song and striking. Uh, the song's quite good, actually. The, 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 the protest songs. A I nice protest it, yeah. song. Lisa's playing the, the guitar. And um, yeah, uh, the, stri- the strike breakers come in, the kind that we had in the 30s. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're led by who? By Grandpa. Grandpa, yeah. Uh, and he tells a story about tying an onion to his belt. That's the, yeah, that's the, the tactics. Cat, cat bust heads like they used to, so the best way is to tell uh, long stories that don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Where you tie an onion to your belt at the time. Which was the style at the time. Style think, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you got the ferry over to, I can't remember the name. It, yeah, which was Shelbyville used to be called. Yeah, I can't remember what yeah. it's called either. And then, uh, yeah, give me five bees for a quarter. <laughs> Nichols, <laughs> yeah. Nichols had bumblebees on them, but apparently... Uh, Nichols had buffaloes on them until 1938. Oh, right. Wow. No, not bumblebees. Give me five, five buffaloes for a quarter. I don't know if that was said. No, well, I'm it saying it now. On, and then it's uh, Tom, Thomas Jefferson is on Nichols ever since. Right. Wow. Hey, that's good. I didn't know that. And mm. um, Yeah, that doesn't work. Mr. Burns decides to hose them down in true comedy. They're kind of, he's, he, he can't hold it and gets kind of flung around the place. Lisa finishes singing, and Lenny, Lenny's got a request. I'll do classical gas. Classical gas, Tom. Uh, Mason Williams wrote yeah, and performed. I to look that no. up. 1968. What is classical gas? Yeah. He won three Grammys for it, including uh, Best Inspirational Arrangement, kind of titles that, and Best Contemporary Pop Record. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe it was contemporary pop in uh, 1968. Well, quite possibly, yeah. Uh, On the subject of the 30 strike breakers, by the way, uh, there was a California agricultural strikes in 1933. Uh, most of the workers picking cotton at the time were Mexican and Filipino. They demanded $1 per 100 pounds of 
cotton. And the union at the time was called the Cannery and Agricultural Workers Industrial Union, uh, which was a communist union. Fair, fair yeah, play. Go for it, brothers. I was, uh, yeah, I was reading about uh, it, people breaking and infiltrating strikes in the 1930s or around that time. Okay. And there's um, a private detective agency that's part of that called the uh, the Pinkerton Agency. Oh, the, and, yeah. And yeah. then my thought is that, is that what the Weezer album's named after? But um, it's not. Oh, right. The, the okay. Weezer album's named after something else, so. Okay. What's the Weezer I, album named after, just out of interest? It was some. It was a character in some book or something. Okay. Yeah, because the, the, the Pinkerton Detective Agency were kind of like a, a, a law, the law in the mm. West. Uh, I've, I've played a lot of Red Dead Redemption uh, and watched a lot of uh, movies and the Pinkertons towards the kind of the end of the West were, were, were that, which is, I thought was quite interesting. Mr. Burns he says, look, we'll just run it on our own. That's fine. We'll, we'll run it on our own. It's a very fun montage. It is a fun montage. They're kind of like, there's a, there's a, there's a dog. There's a, um, a two-headed dog. Two-headed dog. Uh, there's, there's some kind of tap dancing involved. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The Moving all the, pressing all the buttons and things. I don't really know what, what that was about, but they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the whole thing. Uh, and then they eventually get some helper robots, fully automated helper robots, yes. which end up threatening to kill and destroy them. <laughs> yeah, something we've got to look forward to with the rise of uh, AI. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I can't wait. You think you're using the uh, self-service till in Sainsbury's now, but one day <laughs> it'll get the better of you. And yeah, it'll Would be- you like a receipt or do you want to be killed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, mate. Yeah. Just, Getting just, blackmailed and everything. <laughs> I know what you bought, you pervert. <laughs> now we're on to Kent Brockman's smart line. Uh, <laughs> the power plant argle bargle or foo for raw. It's <laughs> great, great made up words. Uh, tonight with us, plant owner CM Burns, union kingpin Homer Simpson, and talk show mainstay Dr. Joyce Brothers. Dr. Joyce Brothers, I kind of remember the name from things, and I looked her up, uh, and I did recognize her. Uh, She's a TV personality and advice columnist, and she became famous in 1955 after winning the main prize on the $64,000 question. Wow. I wonder how much she won. Yeah. (laughs) She she died in 2013. Is she like the, um, the American Viv Nicholson? Viv Nicholson was a, a woman who won the pools in the 1960s. Oh, of course, from, yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to spend it all. Yeah, and she from, did. From Castleford. And she ran yeah. out of money. And then I think she was on the cover of a... I think it was Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. Or she was. Some yeah. Smith single. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, yeah, I'm going to drink it all. And I think she did. Or I'm going to spend it all. Yeah. Uh, I think she died Died an alcoholic, sadly. Possibly. Yeah. It's, again, Castleford. So why not? <laughs> I did that out. Is <laughs> <laughs> organised is organised labour a lumbering dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> lumbering dinosaur. My director's telling me not to talk to you anymore. <laughs> it's a great line. Mr. Burns said, yeah, 50 minutes from now, I'm going to wreck a terrible vengeance. Uh, no one's going to be spared. <laughs> a chilling vision of things to come. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think Mr. Burns asking for, a, what did he ask for, an opening 
tirade. Oh, an opening tirade, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be very much like any kind of person in power now going on to the mm. <laughs> TV news. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can see Rupert Murdoch going on with an opening tirade. <laughs> tell, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. I think we're, I think we're both all right on that. Yeah, um, any of the Tories. <laughs> so Mr. Burns' wow. terrible vengeance is turning all the power off. Of course. Including uh, this, but but there's like some sign that says total blackout in Springfield, all lit up, yes, still yeah. doing it, which is brilliant. Great. They like start looting and making a... Making and, a and, and, how, and how we get to the point to uh, turn the power off, go through uh, high-level security. Of including, course. Inc- including facial recognition. Yeah. Which, uh, which, did, which has existed in some form since the 1960s. Oh, right. Wow. Um, because I thought, I wonder if did that predate it. But yeah, in, I think in a kind of rudimentary form, it existed then. But mm. then um, there was just a back door that a dog got in. <laughs> yeah, like a screen door, knackered yeah. screen door. And he kicks the dog as well, which I was kind of like, ooh. Well, that's, okay. that's, bur- that's burns all over. Yeah, oh, isn't it just? That door scene, he's going through all the doors and the music is, is a, a reference to Get Smart's opening scene. Uh, it was a secret agent comedy show created by Mel Brooks, uh, 1968 to 1970, and ran for 138 episodes. So he can hear them singing, still carrying on. uh, And and I've got this bit to read out, uh, because his face kind of changes, and he says, look at them all through their dark, through the, uh, look at them all through the darkness I'm bringing. They're not sad at all. They're actually singing. They sing without juices. They sing without blenders. They sing without flungers, kebablers, and smendlers. Tell Simpson I'm ready to deal. Uh, that's the Grinch. The Grinch used to all Christmas ah. by Doctor Zeus. The 1966 animated version, specifically his face. You kind of see his face kind of go all funny. The animation oh, looks yeah, really yeah. weird at that yeah. point, and it and it, it, it it's an homage to that. The 1966, uh, again, everything's happening. Oh, uh, Animated short where Boris Karloff played the Grinch. There you go. Frankenstein himself. I did not, yeah. I did notice the uh, Mr. Burns uh, is like a grimace. Yeah. On that kind of weird facial expression that he would It was. He says, All right, Simpson, you can have your dental plan. <laughs> you must resign as the head of the union. It's like round and round in a kind of a circle on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think he's not the master tactician we thought. Of. <laughs> yes, I do think that line a lot. So all the electricity comes back on. Um, the. <laughs> The The fake vomit vomit. company. (laughs) And they all go, yay! Celebrating the production line. You can, you can, uh, you can buy um, fake vomit. Cause I, cause 'cause I would think if you were buying like liquid fake vomit, just use a a vegetable soup or something. Yeah. But um, you can buy like the, uh, the hard, that like the uh, kind of. Like a pool of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still buy it online. So there is a factory somewhere that makes that. <laughs> probably in Scarborough, I would have thought. Yeah, or probably yeah. in, like, uh, I don't know, Wuhan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a bit more like it. Yeah, yeah. How, how, far, how far we've come as a society. What, that we're buying mm. fake vomit from China? <laughs> yeah, China, yeah. China, get it on Wish. <laughs> Fire that Wish app up yeah. and buy it for a penny, yeah. And it probably the only thing that you'd probably end up getting real vomit. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's not fake. Yeah. 
they're at the dentist and Marge uh, says to Lisa, you can hardly see your new braces. And Lisa says, and that's the tooth. And everyone laughs. Real end of kind of sitcom kind of vibe to that, isn't there? And then the doctor says, sorry, I left the gas on. <laughs> they just keep laughing again. Yeah, have you ever uh, have you ever done uh, laughing gas? No, I haven't. Uh, I was always put off by it after seeing Little Shop of Horrors. All right, because he kills himself. Steve Martin's character dies uh, right. by uh, by uh, taking too much laughing gas. Yeah, I've the... I've not done it either, but I have seen. In most cities, you do see a lot of discarded whipped cream <laughs> charges. Oh yeah, they do they 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 call it. Do they call it? Whip, whipping something, whippets, doing whippets, oh, whippets, <laughs> doing whippets. Yeah. I'd rather have the, uh, I'd, I'd rather have the cream. I mean, I don't eat dairy, but I would rather have the the, the, the cream to be honest. Yeah, well, I think I think you could use them to like you could do it with like oat cream or something because I think it's just it's just the gases. You it, could so. do it with oat cream. How yeah. now? That's how far we have come as yeah. <laughs> as as a society. We live in a society. Uh, great episode, isn't it? Start to finish, laughs, except when we're talking all the way through it. Yes, yes. And um, we thought to do a first one, we won't start with uh, one of the uh, the big hitters. Yeah. But uh, I think we did, actually. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I, I think we inadvertently did. Uh, I, I, I'm not here to, to, to make a list and number the things that we've picked up and the things that we've learned, but there's no doubt there that we picked up a, a lot of... Uh, we picked up a lot of information, didn't we? A lot of, a lot of things. Indeed. Anything you want to add, Tom, before we finish up? No. Okay. Cool. Fantastic. I did something, uh, but no. Have Have you enjoyed your spot on here today? I have. Yeah, it's it's, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, it's been good to look at something I think that we both know so well, and to finally dive into the the things that that we, we didn't really realise we, we knew so well, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, I've, I've enjoyed that, certainly. Uh, you'll you'll come back and join me for another one, will you? I think I will do, yes. Oh, good man. That's all right, and we'll do another one then. Uh, look, for, 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 I think we're probably going to do this every couple of weeks or maybe do a bi-weekly episode on this. We've, we've all got a lot going on. We'll see what that looks like. If you want to follow us on the socials, we've got a little fledgling social account. We are at Everything Simpsons Pod on Twitter. So follow us on there. Tell us what episode you'd like us to cover. Tell us what you would like to look at and tell us if we missed anything. Uh, please also share some memes. We love Simpsons memes. They are the business and we would love to uh, we'd love to get uh, your thoughts on your favourite scenes but i guess for now uh, that's going to be it i'm going to say goodbye and thanks for listening tom goodbye everybody and thank you for listening (laughs) yeah and that's everything that we learned from the simpsons